The following content is not a substitute for medical advice. Hey, 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 it's the doctor and the DJ, doctor and the DJ. Welcome to the Doctor and the DJ podcast live on YouTube, which we are uh, most Wednesdays uh, around noon or each and every other Wednesday. We have our uh, YouTube channel. We are we do the podcast. So thanks to everybody who subscribed. Make sure you tell everyone you know the Doctor and the DJ available all over the place. Amy, our podcast um, and our little chats here. Uh, from our home studios here in Seattle. It is so good to be with you here today, Amy. We, um, I was trying to think of a story to go right into to start the podcast, but the whole <laughs> there's so many stories, by the way. We have a list. We have a list of stories. A but, list. But I say we get right into it instead because we are in it. We are in the winter months, and it is very difficult right now to function. And I don't think it's just one thing. I think there's a lot going on in the world, and we thought it might be good to actually chat about it, why it feels like everything's so difficult, why it's so hard to to even move right now, or to focus, or to be alive honestly it is wow it's really hard it's getting dark in here you know here's the thing (laughs) i start to feel better actually i was telling you this the other day and i get i'm like okay i'm gonna do all right and then i get you know i'm on the radio um every weekday morning 7 to 10kxv.org and i uh get messages and they people remind me of just how dark and awful everything is and then i'm like "Mm." and then i feel like i don't even want to get through my morning and so even when i'm kind of avoiding the big world issues that are mixed with your personal issues. Yeah, some days it's going to feel like I don't even want to deal with this. And more than usual. Is that correct? More than usual in the winter or just maybe right now or all the above? Um, here's what I think. I think that humans are the only animals who forget that they're animals. And or are in denial of it. And I think that we have to winterize. That's not just for boats or for houses or like for the faucet outside or the hoses and you put the little cozy thing on it. Cozy. Um, We have to winterize as living beings. And I think that life has the potential to always be hard. You know, it's if you are growing and learning and you are alive and awake, you're aware of things going on in the world that are not good at all and you're aware of grief or you're aware of having bad days or hard days but you're also aware of beauty and joy and all those other wonderful things but I think in the winter we still try to go a million miles an hour Mm -hmm. and I think it's natural to do that in the fall like I think about um animals that are out there scurrying around, you know, trying to like store their food for winter. I mean, I think it is kind of our natural state in the fall to be a little bit busier and it feels good. You know, I hear that a lot. You know, I even have patients and clients who say that. They say, I'm busy. I'm a little stressed out, but like, it's not bad. Like I feel good. I feel productive. Um, 
But once we start getting into winter, which even though it's not the solstice yet today, we're definitely feeling it. It is super dark early. It is super dark too early in the day. It is uh, cold as fuck (laughs) right now. I don't know where you are. If you are somewhere warm, it's not. But And then we don't adjust like if we were animals. You know, we don't uh, go to bed earlier sleep a little later, right? Like we're still in this high pressure, live your life, hustle, bustle situation. And it gets worse with the holidays. We just start adding way too much shit to our calendar. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. I feel more busy than I was any time during the year. And we're going into a time where it's cold and dark and the sun's going down here in Seattle at 4.09 yesterday. I clocked it. And then this morning, <laughs> I was up at 5. Um, and it was dark and cold. And um, I've made it a habit, by the way, to crawl back into bed and have coffee with Amy now in the morning. It's the best. It helps because I'm having trouble getting into my day. And then there's so much on the plate. And you got your kids stuff. You got holidays. You got family. You got travel. As you said, it's cold as fuck. <laughs> it's like all those things are happening all at once. And then if you turn on the news for two minutes, <laughs> the other day... I was like, well, I don't know what's going on in the world. I turn on like, oh, Iceland's blowing up. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to turn this off. Um, it's hard to go through and see all of that all at once while you're doing your own thing too. So there's a lot going on. <laughs> I saw someone said the sunset at 3.30 here in Copenhagen. Time to hibernate. Agreed, right? 3.30 in the afternoon. We're talking about Iceland where, where it's hibernation all the time, right? So we should be hibernating more, right? We're doing it wrong. Yeah, so... I always say this, and I'll say it again, if you're just now popping on and listening, but humans are the only animals who forget that they're animals. And we do need to winterize. And if we settle into winter, uh, we can actually see the wisdom in winter that, you know, we should be like cozy, (laughs) cozy under blankets, you know, like get me a blanket. Um, We should be drinking more tea and eating more cooked, like warm foods. And we should be indoors more and but that's not what we do in our culture in our culture that alarm is still going off we are still you know we're driving or commuting to work at the crack of ass in the pitch black um and i mean i'm not saying i'm gonna solve all of like capitalist society right now i'm not saying that because you may have a job that does require those things of you and you need to have your job to have an income to support your life and to put a roof over your head so um but i think that there are things that we can do that when we can sleep more and stay in bed longer or cuddle up with someone if you've got someone or find someone to cuddle with or a dog cuddle with your dog like you know bring it down a notch so sleep is a good one to start with i think i think that is difficult. We've been going to bed earlier and, mm-hmm. and it's really been helpful. Like it, it kind of goes along with the sun going down earlier, but you also have to curtail some other activities to make that a reality, like the drinking in the evening, which can be the, you think the only reason you'll fall asleep and you're doing that probably because you need to numb yourself from the day that I just mentioned. So it, if you can, it doesn't it come along with like a strategy to maybe not be doing the weekday drinking and like it comes together those two things and you sleep better and yeah i mean if you want to go down like the alcohol road we can definitely do that um i will say quickly that it's 
a normal cultural habit to drink as much as we do in our culture, Mm -hmm. but from a biological and a medical perspective, it's way too much. Like what most people would consider is a normal amount of drinking is actually considered excessive and high amounts of drinking. If you're looking at it from a medical perspective, does that make sense? And the other thing is, is that there's this, there's this thought that alcohol helps you sleep and it actually just helps you fall asleep maybe because it helps you pass out, but it is a sedative and that you're not actually in real deep sleep. It's a set, like it's a sedative and you will have what's called rebound alertness and you will wake up and you will have to like pee Mm -hmm. and you're dehydrated and then you're not getting a good night's sleep. I'm still convinced (laughs) before I go to sleep, like, yeah, this will do it. I just, I'm a grown-ass man married to her, and I know this information. So I'm just saying that's a hard one. If you can maybe regulate that along with this, that might be good. And but but you want to drink more because it's because the fucking holidays. That's what I'm saying. And because your family might be driving you bonkers. Yes. And because yes. Yes. the world seems to be yes. in a big piling dumpster fire of So it's easy shit. to say what I'm saying. It's easy to say go to bed earlier. I find that to be very difficult too. We're not saying it's easy. It is very difficult actually, and I'm very proud of you if you've done it. And get a book. You know those 15 books you have sitting by your table? Or maybe that's just me. Um, I crack those open now and don't scroll. Like I get on the book. And so I'm just, I understand it's very difficult, but I'm telling you in the winter, that is such a great thing. So sleep is one thing. The opposite would be movement, right? Moving, correct? Um. Yeah. I mean, how do I want to say this? What I want to say is this. The the sort of diet culture, diet train is coming for you. It's coming <laughs> for all of us, right? About this time of year. It's kind of like this fuck it mentality. It's the holidays. Just drink and eat and who gives a shit. And then in the new year, right? come do my diet. Right. right. Or, you know, you have a lot of fitness professionals in the space and you have a lot of like, you know, wellness folks in the space. You have a lot of even doctors in the space who are then trying to sell you the get your health together for the new year. Does that make sense? And what I'm I'm a health professional. And what I'm going to tell you is like that is the absolute worst time to try to change what you're doing. It's it, in the middle of winter. It's the peak of winter. Right. And to be honest, if you truly want to take care of your health, you need to think about it as a long-term thing, not just as a fuck it during the holidays, get it together in the New Year's thing. But you need to be like thinking about it as little things you can do every day. And if you're thinking about yourself again, going back to being more like an animal who's related to the seasons in the winter, if you want to take care of your health, the best thing you can do is like get in bed and grieve. Like, cry your fucking eyeballs out. Maybe read, maybe write, maybe journal, play some music, listen to some music, connect with people you love, cook, spend some time in the kitchen, cook, bake. Are you writing this stuff down? Get in bed, cry your fucking eyes out. Yeah. Noted. Like, in the, if you think, I mean, I know this sounds, this might sound nuts to some of you. If you've been in my world, you just, this is going to be the same bullshit Amy talks about all the time, but. If you go by our evolution, like where we should be, not by like modernization and technology and the industrial revolution and capitalism. I spit all that out. Um, 
we're we're evolved closer to being in that like hunter gatherer phase, right? Of human evolution. So we do better to like go into that cave or that like bear cave, I guess, to think about it like that. Like the winter, we should be just sleeping and having sex and crying and eating. This all sounds great. Putting on a few pounds and like (laughs) I'm down. And creating. Yeah. Too. Talk about that. Yeah. Um so human beings are meant to be creative. We just are. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. And creativity means you're using your brain to solve problems. And that's that's in art. That's in music. That's in business. You're being creative, right? And we are creative artistic beings by nature. And I'm telling you that if you are not tapping into that for yourself, you might be using your creativity for anxious thoughts and anxiety. Because think about how creative you can be in your own head. Wow. I never right? thought of it that way. Like worst case scenarios so, or, or putting something right. on someone else, like what you think they're thinking or. I got a question. Mm. I really like that. So if, if you put it out, if you put your creativity out, if you're using that brain space mm-hmm. for that, you think that limits or it, it takes that energy away from the, the using that brain to be, cause I am very creative when it comes to anxiety. I mean, I can, I can nail it. And I, th- man, the more, the more I think about that one, that really hits. Cause I think that works for me. Yeah. And I want to huh. go back to, to movement. So wow. if you're someone with a lot of anxiety or a lot of anxious thoughts, or you mm-hmm. can really get into your head, um, that energy has to go somewhere. Right. <laughs> Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It just has to go somewhere else. So put that energy into creative projects. Put that energy into movement, like physically move your body. And in the winter, I do think we are supposed to be physically moving our body. Should you start training for a marathon outside in the freezing fucking cold? I'm going to let you decide. I don't necessarily recommend it, but you can do other forms of movement. Or you could run inside if you have a treadmill in, or a gym or like something. But m- getting your body moving um, is another way to help with anxiety and depression in the winter. Uh, having lots and lots and lots of sex is also good. <laughs> can be a workout. Sorry. It can be a workout. Just noting that in my notes. It can be a workout. It just depends. It depends, but yes, on how much you, you can want to make work. it a workout. That's very true. Yeah, don't yeah. dial it in. You know, put some put some effort in. <laughs> no, get the pillow. No, don't <laughs> mix it up. It actually is what she's saying. I believe. I don't want to speak for the doctor, but yeah, true. Yeah. So what do we got? Sleep, hibernate, use your creative energy, move your ass. Have lots of sex. Um, so far, winners crawl in bed great. and cry your eyeballs out. Read an actual book. Yeah. So we're doing. That all sounds great, right? I mean, right? I mean, that sounds pretty great. I mean, maybe some people don't want to exercise, or I, I'm a big fan. Clearly, I talk about it a lot because that can mean so many different things. That can mean you're on a stationary bike. That can mean you're going for a walk, bundling up and getting outside, even mm-hmm. in the cold and getting that fresh air. I love that. It could be that you're playing tennis or pickleball or you're um, whatever, whatever it might be. 
Big fan of that one. Okay, that one's a little work. The sex seems great. Um, and again, she'll be the first to tell you, look, I, I'm not with someone else. Amy's a big masturbation uh, talker. Um, I think <laughs> I think if you've known her long enough. Or, I'm a big oh. masturbation talker. Yeah, I was going to say I'm a big I'm going to mas- put that after my name. Dr. Amy Lindsay, <sighs> big I want to say a big masturbator because that's personal. <laughs> that's your own situation. But a big proponent of that. And go. people do not talk about that, I've noticed. People get a little squirmy, which is funny because we all do it. Um, people so- love sex. And then they get really weird yeah. when you talk about sex. Yeah, that is so true. Why? It is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's if so you true. do not have a partner to do the sex with, you have yourself. And in fact, even if you have a partner, I highly recommend self-pleasure. And here's why. You can actually get in touch, pun intended, with what you like and what pleasures you because it changes. It changes as you age. It changes at whatever phase of your life you're in. You might want to try some new stuff. And then it removes the the potential stress of a partner, right? Because it could be stressful with a partner. And it is often stressful with with another partner if you're not on the same page. Does that make sense? I see this all the time, especially in midlife. If you if you, okay, if you have like the same partner or partners for a long time and you're just kind of dialing it in and then maybe one of you is like, I want to try this new thing, right? Like that can be stressful for people. Or if you are divorced or you broke up with somebody and um, then that's a whole new thing, right? Like new sex with new people or, you know, it's just, you know, start with yourself. (laughs) So start with yourself. Figure that out, and uh, yeah. So, so your winter list to get through. So we're talking. Uh, you need more sleep. Get to get more cozy. Get have more sex. Maybe a little bit of movement. Maybe read. Um, what am I missing? Hydrate. Cry. You want to cry. You want to hide. Like these are be creative. Be creative, and then let's real quick touch on what you. Don't have to do during the oh, holidays. Yeah. We should, we talked about this last year in the podcast, or maybe before, I don't remember. But like, I think it's very important that we have this conversation about what not to do. To, like, you don't have to do during the holidays. And this is a hard one too. This is like talking about sex because you're talking about family and dynamics there. But. Um, I recommend everybody get out a piece of paper right now okay. and brainstorm your stop doing list. Stop doing list. And your stop doing list can be things like stop saying yes to your mother, <laughs> right? Or stop saying yes to volunteering to somehow be the holiday planner at your work. Why are you doing that? Knock it off. I'm guessing if you're the man, you probably have not done that. It seems like that would so fall. This, for women and female body folks in the workplace, yeah. and so y'all, we all got to stop fucking doing this. First of all, stop saying yes that you're going to do this. And then if you are like a man or male-bodied person of privilege, um, stop getting your female coworkers to be the party planners. Fucking knock it off. I'm not doing it. I know you're not, but <laughs> what is that? I can see it, though. Ooh. What is that? 
No. You thought in our, you thought by the time we got to us, didn't you think this? Like by the time we got to us, things would be way different. You mean when we were the grownups? When like yeah, we like became when the grownups? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you would, you would think like the grownups were, um, like we're the grownups. There's no way we would default to these typical uh, roles, um, gender roles. And yet you see it all the time. So if you're party planning or there's something at your kid's school, I mean, I'm not saying men don't do it. I do. There's, there's plenty of examples, but a majority, it seems like it defaults to the, to the. Okay. You don't have time for that. So that's immediately your stop doing list. And if you're in the middle of planning a party, abandon it immediately. Jump ship, fucking write the email that says, you know what? I don't have the capacity for this. And I don't recall seeing it on my job description. I'm not going to, I'm out. I'm out. That's good. No more. That's good. Okay? Yes. All right. And no. then you have more time to cry and to masturbate now. Oh, See? Yeah. Good. That's nice. Well, look at the side <laughs> effect of that. You're already finding the time that you thought you didn't have for reading a masturbation in the getting rid of the defined default gender roles that you've been yeah. handed. Also, that's I am not going to tell you book. to stop scrolling. I think actually like getting a brain break and doing some scrolling is fine. Perfectly fine. If you're on Instagram right now, you're doing that right now. Great. We'd love to have you here. However, you know when it crosses over. I do. You know? Yep. There's a crossover point. Just like drinking. Like my crossover drinking point is 2.6 drinks. Like if I have 2.7 drinks, like I, I get a little, I'm like a little buzzed, right? Like it's not good. Um, but I know that if I order that third drink, I'm like, I get, I can get halfway through, <laughs> get halfway through. No more, no more. I got to share it with someone. Right. Same thing with scrolling. You know, when you hit that point where you're just in the bullshit, like you're just numbing yourself and wasting time. So there's where you find some time for crying, masturbation and reading too. Yep. You shouldn't cry, masturbate, and read at the same time, right? Sometimes. Okay. Depends on what you're reading. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm just checking really quick. I didn't know if you, you could hydrate as well. Why not? It's important. Hydrate. Um, okay. Anything? Oh, not? the stop doing list. Okay. I okay. went yeah, off yeah, on yeah, the okay. whole like workplace party <laughs> thing. But your stop doing list also might be stop filling. Okay. Time and energy are not the same thing. Time and hold on, that's a good one. Time, time and, and energy, energy are, are not, not the, the same, same thing. thing. Time and energy. So okay. stop filling in your calendar with shit just because there's space there. You know, especially this time of year, like, oh, I can fit another holiday obligation here. Remember that this time of year is perfectly poised for a lot of energy out of all of us. Emotional energy. Um, there's a lot of grief this season. We're dealing with family. It's the end of the year. There's a lot of stuff that comes up. Um, and you need time to recover. You know, if it helps block that shit out in your calendar, like this is my recovery. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, like put on your stop doing list that you're going to stop filling every single blank spot in your calendar with something. Say no. Okay. You don't have to visit your family. Oh, yeah. There's that, too. You don't have to. Now, it's easy for me. Most of my family are gone. But uh, I, you don't have to. you got to take care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. If you're so stressed out about... This is the thing. I run into this all the time. I say yes to certain things, and then I'm so stressed out about them. And so, like, it consumes me. If you're feeling that way, and I would be honest, 
I, I would just, I would cancel and say, why? You know, you're hiding from us and you're not feeling well or something. So, hmm, that's one way out if you need a quick out. But I'd be honest with them and yourself. Like, I just can't do it this year. And um, I've had to do that in the way past. And I, it's very healthy. So I just, I just want to give you the green light, at least from us, your friends over here, who remind you you're not alone, that you won't be alone. Um, there are other people doing the same thing. So take care of yourself first. That is very important. Because what good are you going to be in a bad situation that's toxic where you may react? I see all these, oh my God, the posts around Thanksgiving around, here's how you survive Thanksgiving. And here's those difficult political conversations. And that's all well and good, but you could just not go and have those particular <laughs> conversations. If you go into a household that's not um, tolerant of certain people and those people you love and respect or in your life, that to me is- Or are you? Yeah, or is you. Is We know that. We know, we've talked to a number of people who are going to family, families where they don't accept who they are, their sexuality or who they are as people. And that is messed up. And it's too bad those people are uninvited. But take care of yourself first. And if you think you can handle it, great. But I just, I feel like if, if someone's not saying it to you, maybe we can. So I, I just want, I just feel like the holidays can break you. They can break you. And when you see family members and people treating you badly that you've loved and, 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 and trusted, that that can really be the thing on this where we say we have all these things going on. It can be the thing that kind of breaks. is like the final straw. So, you know, chosen family, big fan, big fan of the people you choose and who want you in their lives. Okay. All right. That's my, that's my one thing. Yeah. Um, I want to say more of that, about that because the holidays are ripe with tradition and expectation. And everyone in a family dynamic fulfills a role, even if it's a role you don't want to fill. And every time you go home for the holidays or every time you engage with your family of origin or even like a chosen family that you've been with for a long, like decades, you are going to fulfill that role, whether you want to or not. Like you just walking in the door, you already have a stamp on your forehead of the scapegoat, or you already have a stamp on your forehead as the weird whatever, or you already have a stamp on your forehead as someone who is going to, you know, argue or stand up for something at dinner or make the conversation political or, you know what I mean? And, and I, and I say this with all the love in my heart that you don't have to do that. And that honestly, some of those difficult conversations, they happen when our nervous system isn't so charged. And some of those difficult conversations happen easier and better, like not around the holidays, like in like a random day in September or something. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So you don't have to. Yeah. So put that on your list, right? Your not-to-do list. Yeah. I love that. Amy talked to me about this years ago. It's been a big one. Stop doing lists. In my, it's not my journal, it's my gratitude notebook. <laughs> I have a notebook. I don't, I'm not saying journal. I can't. John doesn't is. like the word journal, and that's okay. I, I mean, he's got, he's got a notebook. I don't know why. There's certain words. They don't work for me. So I have a notebook, and I am writing in it. And if I can do it, you can do it. And in there partly is what am I not going to do today? And what I am, what am I going to do today? Then an overall list. Okay. As you go into the holidays, you might want to be like, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do that. So like for Thanksgiving, for instance, that week, we stayed home. We made it our 
not to do list. And we didn't even have to write it down. We knew this is where we're going to be. We're going to be cozy at home, just us, our family. And we did. And it was amazing. So I'm going to do that going on holidays. Hope you do as well. Did we miss anything before I wrap this up? Um, sometimes in self-care, mm-hmm. you know, we think of things like bubble baths and stuff. And those are great. I fucking love me a good bubble yeah, bath. She does. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She loves a good bubble bath. But sometimes we don't need a bubble bath. We need boundaries, right? Like that is one of the best ways you can give yourself energy and you can, you know, kind of stop the burnout this time of year is to just have a few boundaries. Yeah. And go take a bubble bath. And both. When you're in the bubble bath, you could think about your boundaries. Your boundary might be, don't come in the fucking bathroom taking a bubble bath. (laughs) You come in here, it's over. (laughs) That could be your boundary. (laughs) And never give up on a bad day. Never give up on a bad day. Oh, that's a good one. That's not mine. That is an Olympic gold medalist said that, and I will find the reference. I cannot remember who said that, but um, it's been in my head because I think about this a lot, that everyone has bad days. The, the world is always a steaming pile of shit and both the world is incredible and beautiful and amazing and full of joy and good people. And so it's both and all the time. So when you do have a bad day, don't give up that day. You, we all know what you're talking about. You, you, you... Yes. So Patrick, our producer, um, Nastia Lukin. Nastia? Nastia Lukin. I may not be pronouncing that correctly. I apologize. We will put it in our show notes, but never give up on a bad day. And if, and if you are having a great day, and I mean, they were talking about this in terms of, of sport, but you could apply this to life that if you're having a great day, it was the best day ever. And maybe this is with a job you love or something, right? Or maybe this is a relationship or maybe this is just anything you're doing in your life. Um, wait to reconsider that decision if you're going to quit something or stop doing something or give up on something, which is totally fine. You can uh, for a good day. I'm an expert in this one. I will get to a point and it's, see, that's the one. See, up, told you. I don't know who I'm talking to, by the way, when I do this. Who I told, I told you, imaginary person who argues with me, that it's going to be a bad day. And I proved it, a little self-fulfilling prophecy. But if you don't give up on a bad day, you still can find some magic in that thing. And it can be super simple. It can be on this list of things that we just talked about. Super simple. Like, well, end of the day, reading in a, I sat in a bubble bath and read a book while thinking about boundaries. See? And then I masturbated. And then I masturbated while crying. Win, 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 win. That's like five on the list all at once. (laughs) Uh, We should probably wrap it up there. Uh, Amy, you have, um, okay, so there's amazing advice in here. Um, and I know there's a lot more. In this is not that, medical advice, this, by the way. This brain of yours. Um, where do you go? What's going on with you? People can learn more. Because there's no, more. I do. I actually have a free survival guide to the winter. And you go to craftandclinic.com. And on my webpage, like I should be on the front page of my website, uh, there is a Dr. Amy's survival guide to the winter. And I get into it. I get into all the things we talked about but and more. Oh, cool. So that's for everybody. Yeah. Rad. So you can go there and then sign up. Amy's got an amazing email that goes out and there's a list and it's keeps you informed. Uh, I am, uh, if you go to DJ John Richards uh, right now, you can get on the waiting list for my record club. And uh, this is launching 
on the day we're opening up spots. So on Friday, if it is Friday when you're listening, spots are open. There's only a handful. So if you want to get in on community, if you want to feel less alone, I have a vinyl community where I send music and pretty cool t-shirt and uh, we do events and other things. You can go to DJ John Richards for more and I have a list that keeps you updated on everything as well. So there are ways to stay in touch with Amy and I as we go through this winter together. We want to be there for you. This podcast is here for you. Uh, the different ways you can talk to us and we can talk to you are here for you. That's why we say you're not alone because you're not. We're here. You're there. Please take care of yourself. This is a really tough time of year. Check in on those that you uh, you haven't heard from in a while, a friend. And again, not necessarily the one you're worried about. I have to, I have to stress this. It's not always the one you worry about. Like me, I've a lot of people didn't realize the level of depression I dealt with. So they wouldn't, they just thought I was a happy-go-lucky radio guy and would, uh, would not hear from people. I'm an example of someone you should reach out to. Don't do that right now, if you know me. But I'm just saying, reach out to that person that you actually don't know. You have no idea. Because we um, don't know someone. Yes. Um, and a reminder, I've said this on many of our podcasts, and I will keep saying this, yes. is give people the gift of going second. That's right. You will be the one who reaches out especially if you're feeling alone. If you're feeling, if you're like, these assholes keep saying you're not alone, but I'm alone. Well, then fucking reach out to somebody because you're not actually. There's someone you can reach out to. Reach out. You be the first person to do it. Stop waiting around for everybody to read your mind. You reach out to people and I promise you the love comes back your way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we live in Seattle. We may be one of the worst cities for that. <laughs> we still, the Seattle freeze. We Seattle get freeze. it. Seattle freeze. If we can do We're it. trying to thaw us out a yes. little bit. Just one little bit at a time. Join a group. Get out. Play a sport. Just get out there. And there's other humans. We going just told through. people to stay home and get cozy. Yeah, but they have to move. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and you, but I mean, you use your technology for good. Does that make right. sense? Rather than scrolling all night and getting more and more depressed. Use that phone and actually call somebody on it. Did you know you can use your phone for calling people? Uh, yeah. I learned my watch has an alarm on it the other day. It's very exciting. Did your watch tell time? Yeah, it turns out. I was very thrilled <laughs> that I don't just get texts on it. All right. We, we could talk all, to, all, all the rest of the live long day. All of the live long day. All the live long day. But we got to go. Um, again, go to those places we told you so we can continue this conversation. Remember to follow us at The Doctor and the DJ on Instagram. We got our YouTube page uh, channel thingy where you can watch us live. <laughs> okay, Grandpa, as he says all the live long day. Uh, and we have our podcast clearly that you probably are listening to right now. And you can reach out to us through, um, what's the best way to reach out to us? I don't even know. Is that? Hello at thedoctorandthedj.com. <sighs> I got to put that in my notes. I'm so Hello. Good. Hello. At Hello. The doctor and the DJ.com. If you have any questions, uh, some comment, or maybe some ideas on content, you can always send it that way. Okay, big thank you to Ruinous Media, Patrick, everybody there for helping us support this podcast, produce it, and make it sound shiny and new. And uh, big thank you to Michael Lerner for the theme song you hear in the podcast. And thanks to all of you. Um, be good, do good, and remember, you're not alone.